Because some journeys are better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702. Well, it was a turn of the Democratic Alliance this past weekend on Saturday to deliver the manifesto for this election cycle. They promised seven things. The DA's rescue plan for South Africa includes creating two million new jobs, ending load shedding and water shedding, halving the rate of violent crime, including murder, attempted murder and gender-based violence, crushing corruption by abolishing care deployment in favor of merit-based appointments, lifting six million people out of poverty, tripling the number of grade four learners who can read for meaning and to ensure quality health care for all irrespective of economic status. Joining me on the line now is Professor Nsikelelo Breakfast. He is a senior lecturer and political scientist based at Nelson Mandela University. Nsikelelo, very good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's a good manifesto from the DA, is it not? Yes, I mean, it is not the the, 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 the the manifesto was pitched at the right level. It was a uh, well-structured to think it's uh, all well and good. But of course, I mean, uh, our role as uh, political analysts, academics, is to critique uh, manifestos and, you know, identify the strong points and maybe possibly the weaknesses. In the same way, the manifesto of the DA does have strong points and also it has weaknesses. I like the idea of two million jobs. Because if you look at our security threats, namely poverty, unemployment, inequality, the way out of them is, you know, employment, uh, giving people jobs. So that's, that's, that's a good idea. I think they, they, they struck the right chord. But the challenge is that it could have been better if they had said, where are those jobs going to come from specifically? And how are they going to be uh, created? Who is going to uh, create them? Which sectors of the economy will uh, uh, create them? I think that uh, specificity would have made a big uh, difference. I mean, you know, the DA, I think, arguably, they've been successful in terms of addressing the issue of uh, power outage um, in the Western Cape. Um, And also they are intending to to, to address the issue of uh, water shedding. Um, what I like about the manifesto, because normally people associate the DA with market-friendly policies, you know, neoliberal policies, market fundamentalism, but the manifesto has an appreciation of uh, complexity because he also spoke about continuing with uh, giving away grants, which is not a free market system, because then that talks to a strong state. Uh, So I think I really want to applaud the DA for appreciating the fact that South Africa is a very complex uh, society. We've got the haves and the have-nots. And you, even if you believe in capitalism, but you have to believe in a capitalist mode of production that has a human face, you know, that loves uh, a humanity. So my reading of the situation that we see a different DA as opposed to the old DA that used to see grants as basically creating a culture of laziness and many state um, and so on. Will it be enough, though, do you think? Will it resonate with the majority of South Africans? Uh, what, uh, Africa? Uh, will the manifesto, the, 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 the promise that they are making, even the inclusion of... Uh, and I think it's important yeah. for them to state that those social grants will continue because the ANC yeah. has been using that as a rhetoric, right? Uh, certainly yeah. in the last couple of months, that if you don't vote for the ANC, you will no longer get these grants, which the DA and many other political parties quite rightly has been saying, this is government policy. It's not ANC policy when no, there course. is another political party or coalition 
coalition of parties governing uh, post-May this year, this will continue. But will yeah. all of this, uh, the seven points I reflected on, um, and your critique notwithstanding, will it resonate, do you think, with the electorate? Um, of course, I mean, you can't do all things to all people, but I think if you judge them in a way that is fair and square, I mean, I think that manifesto, I give it a seven out of ten. I think it was not a bad manifesto, it was a good manifesto. And it was not a long manifesto. I'm not saying that it must not be detailed, but I mean, it was one of the the shortest manifestos I've, I've ever had, which is good. Very brief, straight to the point. Unlike other manifesto, I mean, I don't think Stenhaven uh, even spoke for more than 30 minutes. You know, I like that. Uh, straight to the point, not make commitments and not honor them. So, it, look, the the DA, I think, in my opinion, I mean, I'm not introducing a new subject. It will not be replaced from its position as a, an official opposition or as number two. I don't agree with the view that the EFF will replace the, the DA because... The base of the DM, because you're asking me, will it resonate with the majority? The base of the DA is broad. It includes colored people, Indian people, white people, black people, as opposed to a tiny uh, minority, which is black. So I think they will continue uh, soliciting and uh, getting votes out of that base. Uh, let me ask then um, your thoughts on a different matter altogether. Following a constitutional court decision last week, the ANC has until today, I imagine close of business today, uh, to hand over the Al-Qaeda deployment records uh, that, the, that the DA rather has been trying to get out of the mm-hmm. ANC. What's the significance of that? And what could the DA use with that information uh, to, I suppose, demonstrate um, the bad decisions that have been taken by the ANC in deciding who's going to be deployed to where? In a democracy, I think the role of uh, opposition parties is to demand accountability. Uh, I mean, one of the reasons why the capture flourish was basically the lull of opposition parties. So, so the DA is within its right to demand accountability. Yes, if you look at the time frame that is covered by the demand, it focuses on the term where pre- former President Ramaphosa, I mean, uh, uh, former Deputy President, was the chair of that committee. So then it begs the question whether do they not want to uh, expose him. But I mean, regardless of that, the ANC cannot invoke the right to privacy because the decisions of the ANC have national consequences. So, I mean, you can't blame the DA for this. Not at all. And certainly looking forward to that information and looking forward to what the Democratic Alliance will do with it. And Nsigelelo, thank you very much indeed for your insights. Uh, Professor Nsigelelo Breakfast is a senior lecturer and political scientist based at the Nelson Mandela uh, University. Happy to take your thoughts on 021-446-0567-011-883-0702. It's clear. It's succinct. There are seven points. Will it be enough for you to consider your vote for the Democratic Alliance, I wonder? You can give me a call on 021-446-0567 or 11883-0702.